Episode 107. Thank you all for listening to episode 106, Wrestling, a story of thongs and three Viagra. Mm. I'm Gray, here with my one and only co-host. I leave for one week and you're talking about thongs and Viagra. <laughs> this was a G-rated show when I left and I came back to this. Well, it's unbelievable. I'm going to drink a warm glass of milk. Drink a warm and glass of chocolate shut the chip hell cookies. Up. And yeah, maybe like, I'll take three Viagra. Oh, okay. I mean, you could crush them up and put them in your milk. Were you, you could. Were you listening to some uh, Backstreet Boys while you were gone? No. No, no I don't listen to any of that crap. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, let's see, what? Bristol, Tennessee on Sunday and Oswego, New York on Tuesday. It's insane. Along with a 80-plus uh, hour week at work, so unfortunately I had to miss last week. Um, it was a fun one, but... For all the shit that went down, it was better that it happened this last weekend than Labor Day weekend. I'd much yeah, rather have all the crap that went down. It was just a, it was a bad week. Um, so not a bad week as you know survival, just a bad week as you know work and all that shit in general. So it's one of those when things go wrong, one thing goes wrong, everything goes wrong. Absolutely, and that's pretty much what happened. Um, but we're back and better than ever, just like Eric Bischoff would be. So I'm here, made it back and dude college football i mean technically already started but college football is in like three days yeah technically you're undefeated right now you're one and zero, just like just like last one. year <laughs> yeah start off hot start and... off hot and cool down yeah with the spread i am um oh no i guess i did pick florida too so technically yeah you you picked it within the spread yeah i a higher scoring game than i thought it was going to be i think i picked like 23 18 or something like that and or I think 22 17 and i was like 34 17 i think florida yeah um i knew miami was gonna i knew the hurricanes would come out and look decent um their quarterback situation is rough their quarterback is not very good but he's also a freshman didn't realize Martell switched to slot receiver. Yeah, they, they moved to receiver. But the one thing I did get out of that, besides Florida's overrated, is that Martell, when they put him in at quarterback to run, you know, to run the offense, did the exact same thing Ohio State did, which he failed at, is running. Yeah. The kid went 12 for 12 in a game, granted against scrubs. Let him throw the damn ball if you're going to do that. Right. People know what he's going to do. He's going to run to the left or he's going to run to the right. There's no surprise. They stack the box. They put nine guys in the box. I watched when Martell came in at quarterback, oh, yeah. and he got stuffed three times. Do you think? Let that, him throw. Do you think that throughout the season, eventually, he starts at quarterback? No, I don't. Um, I really do think that this. I I think the kid that played, I thought he was great. Yeah, um, he, he was good. He looked good. He was tough. He made a lot of mistakes, as you know, freshman quarterbacks are going to do in their first game against a top ten team. Um, but I thought he passed the eye test. But their line was bad. He didn't have time. I mean, he he had a three step drop, and the guy they already had defenders touching him. Like the line was already grabbing him and making him uncomfortable. You can't be successful if you are Tom Brady, let alone a freshman quarterback in college football, right. um, if you can't even get three steps to settle and at least scan the field. Right. I mean, it, it's rough. I think if Miami shores up that offensive line a little bit, their defense looked pretty good. Um, you know, they got tired at the end, it looked like, as they all do. I mean, it's the first real game time and. They don't have preseason games. They do a spring scrimmage and a couple scrimmages at practice, and that's it. You don't have full game time. So, And they're playing in Orlando in the summer. So it was also like 92 degrees. It was hot as shit. So they're going to get tired. Um, but Miami looked better than I thought they would. I did pick them to cover, 
But um, I figured it would be because Florida would struggle, not mm-hmm. because Miami would look good and, and beat them up a little bit. Um, and then on the Florida side, their defense is stout. Don't get me wrong. Their defensive line is solid. It's not all Miami's offensive line was shit. Um, they got to them on a lot of different stunts. They run a lot of good plays. Dan Mullen's defense is good. But Felipe Franks is overrated. He's not that good. Florida is not the eighth team in the country, and they're going to get exposed. Um, they're not going to be able to play a lot of close games like that because Miami should have closed them out. A good team would have closed them out. Um, any team in the SEC would have – I shouldn't say any, but the top teams in the SEC would have closed them out um, in that game. You know, If Bama was down, they would have won that game. If LSU was down, they would have won that game. Miami had a chance to win that game, and they didn't. Right. The uh... – so speaking of that, and you know, talking about college football, we're going to do some picks. The picks are back for us. We're going to do them again Ooh. against the spread. Reminding people next week we start NFL. I'm sure you're going to get that up on ESPN yes. uh, where people can challenge yep. us. And end of the year, if you beat us, uh, if you win, not just if you beat us, and let me make this clear, if you win the league or win our pick them, then you'll get some swag. So good luck to you, everybody out there. Um, now – can you we'll, – we'll talk about it when we get to NASCAR. I want to talk about Bristol a little bit on your end because we didn't get to hear from you uh, in regards to Bristol. Yeah, it was fun, man. We had a blast. I think um, I can speak for you and uh, Nick and Cody who are with. That was fun. I've uh, never been there. I was telling my dad about it. Um, you know, we had – you know, it, it, when you go to Michigan, you go to Daytona, you get these tracks where cars are – you're seeing cars once every 45 seconds. Um, you know, you get to – a track like this where it's constant action right. there's no until there's a caution it doesn't it's it's still loud you know so even listening in the headphones which any other place you can listen to the radio and you can find oh there's a crash in turn three we can go look and find that here you get to see the whole track so you don't have to worry about it so it's just kind of like noise in your ears when you're listening to it and right. muffled sound um but it was fun man that was that was a that was a blast um i everyone, talked about your genius idea too um, the drinking in there? Yeah. Getting the, oh, getting yeah. The, like, I've the, told that to like everybody. I'm like, this is, we, I don't know why we don't go to more NASCAR races and do that. Because I don't, you know, I don't know what the total rules are with the other tracks, but I don't know if you mentioned we got, there was more security at a bar we went to I in Johnson city than there was walking into that what track. Was it Capone's? Uh, yes. Yeah. It was at Capone's. Or they had like 45 security guards. They had all the security guards there and they had us lift up our shirts to see, you know, our waistlines, make sure we didn't have any weapons. And the guy behind us had jeans on and they made him do his shirt and his jeans, pull them up to see that. I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's a good place to go with all the shit that goes on nowadays. But the fact that someone secure like that, and then we just walk into Bristol and they're like, Oh, you got tickets? Yeah. Okay. Yep, go in. See ya. Nothing. You all have two-liter igloo coolers. What's in there? Oh, we all just have liquor. No one says a damn word. Yeah, nobody cared. Most it, of it was already gone, but yeah, yeah, it's. True. <laughs> but it was a yeah. That was, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm humble, so I don't take a lot of credit. If it's betting, that's different. I'll I'll totally brag on that. But um, I'm sure a lot of other people thought of that idea. I just happened to happen to have a good moment in life right there. Did uh, you you probably did you see the name that what we named episode 105? I did not. So we talked about AFC West and our trip to Bojangles. So it was called oh, yeah. it was called the Raiders of Bojangles. That's <laughs> what we called it. So the, the pimento cheese uh, biscuit. Oh my goodness! Dude, I had that. I had that. Wow. What was it? Cajun uh, chicken biscuit. That was good too. Yeah, and Bojangles. The, the Cajun beans. Those were 
Those are banging. Yeah, those Bo, are good. Bojangles did not disappoint. No, not at they all. They were delicious. So we'll talk about, before we thank our sponsors, we're going to talk a little bit. I, I want to talk about that race because you, you weren't here last week. So we talked about Benedetto, who was my pick. Yeah. Who we pick. were all polling for. Oh, absolutely. And, and he, I mean, he led like 90 laps. And then we could see, you know, Kozlowski wasn't going to catch him. Chase wasn't going to catch him. And then here comes Hamlin. We're like, fuck, he's going to catch him. And it was a feel-good story. He came out in his driver introduction to Rocky, like yeah, going to fly now. And he had the boxing gloves yeah, on and, and the, everything. The robe and all that. Yeah, that was cool. And that was great. We loved it. And then how about – and this is what I try to tell Brandon. How awesome is fucking Kyle Busch? Started 31st, yeah. came back, was two laps down, came back, was leading a lot of the race. And then yeah. his car just you know went back, but he finished fifth. Yeah, he still finished up there. And, I mean, it was great. I mean, you had pretty much – Two people who got booed hardcore when they came out, and everyone else got you know. <laughs> and you little were in cheers. line to get food, <laughs> and you, I could tell. Like I didn't You're even. Like, that's Kyle Busch. <laughs> I didn't even have to. I just knew. I was like, oh, that's Kyle Busch because he got booed the loudest, and then Logano got booed second loudest. Keselowski a little booing, not much. Um, but everyone else got you know. Obviously, Chase Elliott got a big, big, yeah. big pop, big yeah. cheer. So did um, De Benedetto. He got a good yeah, one. he did too. It and was, that, that was guy, good. so that guy's finished top eight, five races out of nine. Mm-hmm. Still doesn't have a ride for next year. We yep. don't know if he's going to get one because. You know, they're talking about, um, was it Stuart Haas? They could get rid of uh, Clint Boyer and Suarez, but the problem is they probably won't get rid of both. Cole Custer's right there who will get the first ride. Mm-hmm. And if they both go, though, that opens it up for De Benedetto. My fear is I think he's going to end up in Xfinity and he'll just tear down the house. See, I think that. And, and then he could grow to Furniture Row. Forgot right. about that one. And what I don't get either is the fact that NASCAR always had 43 drivers, and now they're down to 40. So in my eyes, it feels like there's three spots where people could sign drivers and they could be full-time racers. I, I don't know how that works. I think it's because of the teams. Because like, there's not enough teams that you know are front money. There's all small, you know, there's small teams. Like, for example, Junior Motorsports, it would be awesome if it goes to Sprint Cup. However, Rick Hendrick's got to give up part of his ownership yeah. to Junior Motorsports not gonna happen. because he, he and he's not going to. You're absolutely right. And uh, that's why they're going to stick in Xfinity and they dominate down there. But it was fun race, good race. And the other thing you didn't get to talk about, I, I briefly talked about last week. We were riding back in the Uber with uh, two drunk fellows and we were watching the fights. And, mm-hmm. you know, Diaz had a good fight, but I, I focused a little bit on Stipe and what he was able to do against Cormier. I mean, he lost the first three rounds. I think we can agree on that. Oh, absolutely. And then he just comes out, and he came out different, and he went after the body. And you could see that that, just, that, that destroyed Cormier, is hit that body, hit those ribs, and then he caught him with those two, the, the jab and a hook, and it was done. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, Stipe, I mean, he had a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal fourth round there coming out and had a good game plan. And, um, you know, he took him to task. And once he starts hitting you and gets you weakened up, I mean, he's got the strongest punch in the game. He's knocked a lot of dudes out. And now Cormier as well. Um, and he could take a hit because Cormier was catching him good. And, oh, yeah. They were tagging each other pretty well. And he was. Cormier knocked him out the first time they fought. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Stipe, he's got, that, he's got that heart. He's a worker. He's a blue-collar kind of dude. So, I mean, he just – Kept going after the fight, though, just him getting beat up like that and talking. I was like, ooh, ugh. he's like slurring and he everything. Did, he did the dance, you know, the river dance, and he was like, I regret that. I was fucked up. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, no, no doubt. He was, yeah, he took a couple headshots there. What do you think about this whole rumor about Brock coming out and he wants John Bones? Uh, he'll die. Yeah. Brock Lesnar will die. 
Bones Jones will kill him. Yeah, I agree. Even at heavyweight. He said he's too slow. Yeah, it's true. I mean, John Jones would destroy Brock Lesnar now. Now, if it was both of them in their prime, it would be a good fight. I think it would. I think John Jones would still beat him because of his um, submission ability to where Lesnar just has more of a wrestling ability and heavy hands. But right now, Brock, Brock don't want that smoke. I'm no, sorry. He I doesn't. agree. He thinks, I think he thinks he'd be bigger and could overpower him, but John no, Jones is just won't too catch fast. Him. Yeah, he won't catch him. Just too quick. Do you, would you like to see uh, Bones Jones and Stipe? Um, I mean, it would be a good fight. I think Jones would be I, – I still think Jones is the best fighter going No, I, I completely agree. But it would be a fun fight. Um, you know, and, and the way Jones fights against guys like that, he comes out aggressive, which would be fun. To see and watch. The problem is the, the lower class guys, you know, who aren't big names. It seems like he kind of pulls back and almost loses right. a lot of those fights. So that would be cool to see. But it'll be interesting. Um, we got who the hell's coming up? Poirier and uh, Habib, I think, in two weeks, which we can talk about then. But that that's gonna be a really good fight. Now, what did you think about Nate Diaz calling out uh, uh, Masvidal? Nate Diaz can call it whoever the hell he wants. Right. I love it. And then McGregor said he wants. They had that interview with him. He kind of he was all over the place, but he kind of wants that revenge fight. Do you think he'd stand a chance? Uh, I mean, yeah, he would, but I mean, he's too busy beating up old dudes. Yeah, so God. unfortunately, guy was what ninety. He can't get out of his own goddamn way. Um, but that's that's what he is. He's Irish. He's got a temper, and he's a fighter and a drunk. So <laughs> I mean, drunk. that none of that helps together. And he does dumb shit like that, and it kind of pushes your opinion down of him more and more. Unfortunately, so I mean. He he can still fight. He said he'll never retire from fighting. He'll always fight. So the problem is, is that Ken Shamrock did that and got knocked out a lot. Tito right. did that, got knocked out a lot. Chuck did that. You know, you ruin your legacy when that happens. Do you? So well, before we go into everything, because we're we're you know we're already running deep, but you weren't here, so I wanted to cover some stuff that I felt was good conversation last week. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. So let's thank some people. Let's thank Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. You know, I saw his uh, intramural basketball team just won like the Y Championship or well, they whatever won it, league. They won in. it last year, and this year he wasn't in it. But yeah, his team won. Oh, again. is that? Well, okay, I thought yeah. he was in it this year. No, because he's he's doing so much. I mean, he's out there. He's doing more shows now. He's, he's actually be... in Putin Bay today. I think, yeah, or tomorrow. Yes, um, with he's opening. Well, not opening, but he's Kid Rocks in Putin Bay this weekend, and he is. Um, he was at where the hell was he at? Shit, Frosty's maybe. I can't remember who he was performing. And now I feel bad because I'm trying to give him some props here. But yeah, he's in Putin Bay opening ish for Kid Rock out at the bars, which um, we have some friends out there, and they are um, having a good time from what I've seen from pictures being sent to me. It looks like they're having an absolute blast, and Kid Rock's always a great show. So good for Wes for opening, um, you know, being out there playing at the bars. Because it's going to be packed out there, 100% packed out there. It's putting Bay, it always is. But with Kid Rock there, and I think Tim McGraw maybe or something like that, someone it else is going to be there. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be freaking wild there. So you know, congratulations to Wes and all his success and going out there. And he's trying to book somewhere in Cleveland too. I don't know if he has successfully booked it yet, but looking forward to hearing and seeing what he's doing. And it's good for us. It's good for him. You know, we we still love. We've had his song for over a year on the show. He'll, it's going to remain the theme until it switches uh, to something that would be him. But I I think the the song will probably fit this show forever. Uh, it's just it's a perfect fit. And thanks again to Wes Anderson. And check him out, Wes Anderson Music Facebook. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to Allwork Clothing, first and primary sponsor of OTL Sports Podcast. 
Thanks to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Call Sean, 419-704-5471. Bear has returned to get the dart going. Serves, whoop, serves the Toledo and surrounding area. And not. Ooh, good one. That I ran? It is I ran. Mm, yeah, he definitely doesn't serve there. So, I'm going to go right here. Let's, good, uh, luck. good luck getting one of those names correct. A Barku. Okay. Barku. Yeah, There's a Barku. A nice tree there. I didn't think they had trees in Iran. That looks like a decent city right there, actually. So, Crandall's Caught in Lawn Care serves the Toledo and surrounding area, and not a Barku, Iran. A Barku, Iran. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit Cassandra at PNC who can help with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. Give her a call, 419-877-0634. And for Verizon, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, go to their website, verizon.com. Find a sales rep in your area. And then last but not least, thank you to Steve at Savage and Associates who sponsored the Frickers Lunch for episode 100. And we hope to have him back for episode 200, which has now been named the Pod Beats Patty Bugs 2 Deuce Boogaloo. I like it. It's going to be good. Less thinking for me. Yes, it's much re- much less thinking. So uh, random thought for the day. You missed the topic last week. Um, so it just came to mind today because of the big thing going on. Popeyes and Chick-fil-A and the whole chicken sandwich deal. Have you happened to have one of those Popeyes chicken sandwiches? Nope. Do you think it would even compare to Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich? To be honest, um, I've had like one Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich my entire life. Yeah. And it was all right. Yeah. Um, I go to Chick-fil-A for the breaded nuggets. Those are the greatest thing oh, on amazing. planet Earth. So picture that as a giant thing, and that's the sandwich. Okay, then, yeah, I'd like it. As long yeah. as there's Chick-fil-A sauce on it, I'm all in. Yes, and did you see that one of them had to I think it was a Popeye's in Toledo on Secor had to close because of roaches? Yes, I, not surprising. I was like, perfect, you sell these chicken sandwiches, and now you have roaches. Yeah, not surprising at all. No, it wasn't. And we went to Wendy's on the way back, had some of the spicy nugs. Did You, you had those too? I did today yeah. for lunch. Yeah, I'm so happy they're back. It just makes sense. Yeah, they got the 10-piece today. They were delicious. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So that was the quick fun topic for the day. It was the first thing that came to mind as we were talking about it. Um, we need to get into the Jeremy's Trivia, which there's no crying in trivia, hmm. uh, brought to you in part by the uh, Rockford Peaches. So thank you to Jeremy. And I'm going to... Reach him on the uh, Google Pixel XL machine on the uh, Facebook Messenger and see what he has for us today for trivia. You want to update us on our our standings, where we're at? Yeah, so right now we are tied at 10, and Shiv with Asterix has one. Yep, and Shiv and I, we did pretty good last week. The question was, um, and let's see how you do. We had some good ones. NBA question. All the player movement in the NBA. Two current NBA players have played for the same team their entire careers for 10 or more seasons. Can you name them? 10 or more seasons. Oof. It's a tough one. Um. Man. Trying to think of some tenure here. And it's current players. So no one... Their entire careers. No one that's retired in the last two months, like Dirk Nowitzki. 
Correct. That is a no because he's not a current player. Correct. But that would be one. Um, man, so tough. So many people in the NBA freaking move so f- right. much. That's what we said. It's wild. Uh, yeah, I don't give me the teams because I'm. I don't. I would have. If I give you the teams, it would probably give it away. Well, exactly, but it doesn't matter. Right. Not, there's no points here in Warriors. Steph? Yep. Ten seasons? We got that right. Me and Shiv did. And then we said Clay is the other one. He was at nine seasons. Uh, the Heat. I think the Heat. I was about to say, because that was going to be my other guess, but I, I, Wade is gone and he played for Chicago, so that wouldn't be it. Um, it's not the Heat. I apologize. Okay. I was about to say, because like, everyone on the Heat's young now. Who's the other one? I don't know. Udonis Aslam. See Heat? Yeah, I think he is. Oh, he was. Be. Yeah. All right. So he was still played. Name the top five NFL teams by win percentage all time. Um, the Cowboys. Keep going. Packers. Keep going. We got – he and I got four out of five. Patriots. Yep. suck for so long, but they've also been playing forever. I'm not picking them. Screw them. Um, Seattle? Okay. And one more. Trying to think it was good in the 90s. San Francisco. Uh, you got three out of five. We got four out of five. Bears was correct. Ah! They are actually second all time. Green Bay third, New England fourth, and he and I thought the Steelers. It was actually the Dolphins are fifth. Now, who's dead last in win percentage all time? The Bengals. That's what we said. <laughs> it's the Buccaneers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. It was going to be them or the Lions. So the last one he gave us was, we'll end it with baseball. Mike Messina once had 17 straight seasons of 10-plus wins. Name the two active pitchers who have even had 10 in a row at any point in their careers. Uh, Kershaw. Oh, and by the way, uh, Pittsburgh was 12th, the Steelers, because I asked him in record. Yeah, I mean, after the 70s, they were shit until the, early, the mid-90s. Right. Um. Kershaw and God, Scherzer been playing ten years. That's like uh, I'll say Scherzer. All right, so we said I he didn't know because he hates baseball. I said David Price and Bartolo Colon is who I said. Mm. Uh, Price had eight in a row. No for Bartolo. CC Sabathia thirteen in a row. Mm. Grinky twelve in a row, including this year. Damn, dude right. looks like he's eighteen still. No shit. Huh. All right. CC. Um, all right, let's get to this week. He gave it to us. We'll start with an easy one, he thinks, to make up for last week's difficulty level. Where did the Memphis Grizzlies previously play before moving to Memphis? I have my answer. Uh, okay, I know it. Yeah. It's right, on three? Yep. One, two, three. Vancouver. Vancouver. All right. Okay. We're good. It took me a second, but I got it. <laughs> I know. It gave me about three seconds, and we both got Vancouver. Next. Jeremy, stat Jeremy. 
Stat. He said, nice. All right, name the top three current QBs going by career QB rating. One point for each correct spot in the order. Thanks for making it tough, Jeremy. All right, we're going to have to read that question So, again. hold on. Damn, can't we just get <laughs> we just get points? I don't want the correct spots. Um, so, name the top three current QBs going by career QB rating. I mean, is there a certain year? Fuck, Mahomes could be that because he's played one year and had an amazing rating. Ask him if there's like a a year thing on that or if this is, is literally a like... minimum amount of years? Yeah. Of years... I mean, if Mahomes dropped Wait. 104 rating last year, he's going to obviously be number one. I don't think I that's going to be the case. need that before we guess. All right. Yeah, because he said it'd be too easy if we get it, if we don't get if we have the three. I'm like, I don't think that's an easy question. No, it's not. Yeah, maybe. I got my three if he tells us there's no minimum. So do I. But. I'll probably have it in the wrong order. Right. All right. So I'm going to assume that he doesn't have a minimum amount of years. So one, two, three, one, two, three. Um, and this is quarterback rating, right? Yes. Quarterback rating. And, oh, he's responding, so I'll tell you what he says. Very good question. <laughs> Hold up one sec. <laughs> So, <laughs> All I want to know is, is there somebody who's uh, you know, a second-year starter in the NFL on right. his list? Because if, if it is, I'm, Mahomes is going on top. Yeah, I don't think there will be. but Yeah, he's right, and that's what I want to find out. So while we're doing that, um, we can – we'll see why he's checking this out. Golf. So golf, we can talk about it real quick. Uh, I barely won the championship. Yep. Thank you. Kepka finished, what, third or fourth? And Brandon had DJ, who was 29th last. Um, so I ended up winning by 49 points, which is great. And I had my second, second, two years. Could have had. Pick Tiger, finished second in the FedEx Cup. Pick Xander, finished second in the FedEx Cup. Could have got your ship. I think next year when we do it, we need to pick the winner of the FedEx Cup in the beginning of the season. Yeah. We do. It'll be tough, but yeah. We should. And then um, we're doing different golfers every year. Uh, who, who won? You want to tell everybody who won? Yep, Rory won. Frickin' turd. Couldn't win the goddamn British Open or anything like that, but he could win the FedEx Cup. His putter got hot, though. I mean, the dude was on fire all week. And he started, I think, at four under. He was like 18th or 16th. I don't remember exactly where. Maybe it was 10th. I don't know. But he started at four under when, you know, the leader started at 10. Right. So he was six back and literally shot like, hell, I don't know. I think like 65, 65, 68, and then like 67 or something. Yeah, he had a huge week, a just ginormous week. And he, he looked he looked good, man. $15 million, man. $15 million. That's and crazy. did you see when he came through, did the whole money thing? They said, I saw a stat, um, and I don't remember the exact number, so I'm just giving you the basic. He, per hole he played this year, per hole, he made 17000 and change. Per hole. $17,000 per hole he played this year. So imagine going out and playing eight. I'd go out and play nine and take $17,000 a hole yeah. and be happy, content. Imagine playing a full year. I'll play three holes. That's fine. Unbe- be happy. Yeah. I'll play one hole and be yeah, happy. Be shit. happy. No shit. But that's, yeah, it's unbelievable. That was those numbers. Now, he did give us this, and I'm glad you asked. That's a great question. 
So fifteen hundred attempts. Okay, good. So, so and he and he gave me the uh, he gave me the okay to not to not put them in order. Oh, okay. So, all right. Well, my order would have been if I had it would be Rogers, Brady, and Rivers. All right, so I said Drew, Aaron, Tom. You said Aaron, Tom, Phil. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give them all the names. Drew, Aaron, Tom, Philip. <laughs> Mr. Mom. <laughs> yeah, no shit. He's got like 100 kids. That dude couldn't pull out of his own driveway. At least he's not like Cromartie, and it's all with the same woman, and he's you know, married. Right, yeah, no and kidding. And care of him. So if we get some points here. Got it ready. He knew we wouldn't get two. Damn it. And I thought about it, too. What a turd. Fuck. I, I, <clears throat> Rogers is one. Wilson's two. Breeze, <clears throat> Breeze is three. So give me two. Damn. Give Wilson. you one. And Tom is four. So 103.1 for Aaron, 100.3 for uh, Russell, 97.7 for Drew, 97.6 for Tom. Very close. Uh, where's Rivers? Ask him. He can give the other question, but ask him to look that up when he gets a chance. Where is Philip? Because um, Philip puts together good years, but he—I forgot—he does throw a lot. Fuck! Oh boy! Oh god! It's all the way over there. What is it? They dropped the pen. Son of a bitch! This is just so much work. This is a lot of work. This is what happens on this show. It's all work. Damn, you you did toss it all the way over there. Just drop the damn thing. Number five, 95.6. So he's right there. You were right there. Mm. All right. So, great question. Great question again. I think now I have a one-point lead, right? Yes. Yes, you do. Yes, 12 to 11? No, right? 13 to 12. 13 to 12. Perfect. All right. And you'll love number six is Kirk Cousins, baby, 95. Nice. Wouldn't have guessed that. Still can't win. But we nailed the top five. Yeah, we got it. Crushed it. Well, besides Russell. Forgot he was a thought. A legit thought. He was a thought when I was talking, thinking Mahomes. Because I was like going, I was like, okay, Russell might be in there somewhere. But I was like, Mahomes, Dak, uh, uh, Carson Wentz. Until this year. Okay, let's go to baseball. Baseball. Uh, closest gets the point. What is Tim Tebow's batting average as of today in AAA? I'm going to go with 238. I'm going 179. And 238. This helps us break a tiebreaker. And it's just closest in general, right? Yes. Like no over, bid, none of that shit. It's probably, you're probably going to be right. It's probably going to be like 199 or something. 162. Oh, God. I'll take the point. Maybe he should try the XFL. <laughs> That'd be good for him. Did you see that whole thing, speaking of XFL, Trevor Lawrence? No. They talked about that. Trevor Lawrence is considering the XFL. Why? I don't know. Okay, that's interesting. Must be a big wrestling fan. Yeah, he, but I'm like... He's okay. not even out of college yet. I know. That's how I'm like, why would he go there unless they pay him a shitload of money? Just go to the NFL, man. But yeah. maybe he doesn't want to sit behind somebody. So maybe he goes through the draft, see who drafts him, and then he's like, yeah, fuck this. I'll go to the XFL. Uh and he, he wants to know if we're going to want some wrestling trivia on the wrestling show. Yes. Hell yes. Yes. Is that going to count towards this? Yes. Yes. Yeah, all, all trivia counts towards that. All right. Perfect. All right. So we covered, we were able to cover NASCAR and, um, and we were, or not NASCAR, excuse me. 
we're able to cover golf, but we're going to go in to NASCAR. There we go. So let's go into some NASCAR. We talked about Bristol already. So this week we've got Darlington, another short track. That would be a fun one to go to in South Carolina. Darlington would be fun. Sunday night race, um, Labor Day weekend. So, you know, it's kind of like a Saturday night race. Normal, lady in black. Everybody gets a nice uh, Darlington stripe when they're here all day, every day. All day or day. Fun track. Um, it's a mile. Is it a mile and a half or just a mile? I think it's a mile. It's a mile. Um, yeah. A lot of um, interesting winners here over the last few years, buddy. Listen to this. Keslowski, Hamlin, Truex, Edwards, Harvick, Kenseth, Jimmy Johnson, Reagan Smith, and Hamlin is the last repeat winner. So 2010 to 2017. 2009, Mark Martin won this race. Mark Martin. Yeah. So it's been a... Uh, you know, it, it's kind of a uppity sort of, you know, up-down sort of race. Shit, in 2003, Terry Labonte won this race. How about Terry that? Labonte. How about that? So, um, before we continue into this, I wanted to give the final standings, final standings for golf. Okay. What it was, okay? I was at 29.1. Um, and so I had 961 points. Brandon was at 30.6. So if you add 29 to his, that puts him at 1,011 points. Mm. You were at 1,016. You missed him by <laughs> five. 30.8. Man, that's so, crazy. Yeah, so I ended up beating him by 50 on the nose. Is uh, Sorry, Brandon. I mean, you gave it a good fight, dude. Yeah, I was 200 ahead coming down the stretch because he had a – he had a 1, 2, 6, 1, 29. I had 20, 82, 3, 57, 3. He, he came at it, man. He, he yes, almost he closed that gap. He did. And even down the stretch, so in the last 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 tournaments, he had a total of 193 in the last 10 tournaments. I had 486. Yeah, that's – And he closed it with – that's 300 he gained. At. So I was ahead of him by – Almost two hundred points, like I said. If I just would have just would have went with my gut and not picked stupid Rory for the British and just picked anybody else like I was going to, I would have beat both of you. But no, I had to go with the favorite, go with the hometown boy. I'm an idiot, I am. But he ended up winning <laughs> the you know the final tour championship, and he had the uh, the best what average sixty nine point six, I think. Yeah, I think, is what his average yeah. was for the year. Well, I mean, and, yeah, he he did have. The best year he, you know, Xander. If he would have won it and had a good year, but if Xander would have won it, that would have been a huge like upset sort of thing. Rory had the best year. Brooks probably second, right? I would say, no doubt. So, um, to me, Tiger had the best year because he won the Masters. Right, I agree. Um, so for back to NASCAR, Darling, Darlington. All right, updated standings. Brandon at fifteen. He's at fifteen on the nose. He's at 361 points, okay? Okay. I'm at 15.3, 367. You're at 16.5, 395. You're only 34 away. You dropped, actually. You were 30 out. You're 34 away, so that That's could be race. one race. That's yep. one race. And we've had 24 races, and we're all within 34 points. That's awesome. Two more left, right? Yes, we do, <sighs> before the playoff. But it doesn't, remember, it doesn't end here. There's no regular season. We said it's the whole year. Yep. But so, we get drivers back though. But here's the, here's the thing. So Brandon picked first. He's gonna. He might get us this week. He's got Logano. He still had. He still Logano. Yes. Son of a bitch. I am taking Chris Boucher. It's my time to take Boucher. And I'm taking DB and Dead. Oh fuck, he's hot, man. <laughs> yeah. I gotta take him. I wanted to save him till next week, but I'm not doing that. 
take a man when he's hot. So yeah. he'll wreck this week. That's a good one. Uh, it is a great one. Um, let's get into the next topic here. And we're going to talk about baseball. Have you been watching much baseball? Nope. Zero. And it'll be even more than zero when uh, football is <laughs> officially on now. This this week it is officially on. Everything is uh, going according to plan for sports. You know, we're excited as fans. Um, let's talk about the AL East. Yankees 88 and 47. Mm. They have 27 games left. They're 11 games up on Tampa Bay. And they've won four in a row. Tampa's lost three in a row. But in their last 10, the Yankees are 5 and 5. The Red Sox are 16 back. They're looking way back. Uh, the Twins, man, 80 and 51. So this kind of blew me away. The Yankees have 791 runs this year. Okay. Second by far, by at least 25 runs, is the Twins. They have 764. And they've played two less games than the Yankees, I believe. 131. Four less games than the Yankees. They've played less games. They're three and a half up on the Indians. Yep. And then after that, it doesn't matter. Houston, 86 and 47. So they are a game technically behind the Yankees for best record in the AL. They're nine games up on Oakland. So into the NL, Braves are five and a half up. They're 80 and 54. Five and a half up on the Nationals. Phillies are 10 and a half back. Mets are 11 and a half back. Cardinals have taken over like usual. In the Central, they are two and a half up on Chicago, five and a half up on Milwaukee, ten and a half up on Cincinnati. And out west, Dodgers eighty-seven and forty-seven, half game behind New York for best record. Just played New York this uh, this weekend. It was a good series. It was fun to watch. They played each other in I think they said seventeen or eighteen World Series. Jesus. And the Yankees have won majority of them. Or and and maybe I could be wrong. Maybe it was like eleven. It was more than ten. Eighteen sounds like a lot. Mm. But the Yankees won majority of them. Too many. Right, and uh, they're 19 and a half up on the Diamondbacks. So you're not going to see much there, but if you go to the wild card standings, Cleveland is a half game ahead of Oakland, who's in second. Tampa's only a game out. Mm-hmm. It's going to come down to those three. I mean, Boston's still there. Yeah, they're six out. Boston, is they got a pedigree. I mean, they're still there. It's a, it's a four-team race pretty much. <laughs> and, then, and then in the National League, since we're only six out, we're going to say everybody else here in the National League. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams vying for two spots. Yeah. Nationals are three games up of the second place team, the Cubs, and they're five games up on the Phillies. So you can pretty much count the Nationals in. Yeah. Then you got Phillies, Brewers, Well, Mets, you got the Mets are three out, Brewers are three outs, D-backs are four out, and the Giants are five and a half out. So the Mets, they've lost four in a row, and they're still only three out. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's going to be a good end of the year. Yeah, it is. It's going to be great for baseball. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm a Yankees fan, so you know what I hope. Just to update people, I had Yankees over Dodgers they at six. They lose in the first round. Right. Typically what happens the when Indians. they're good. I hope not. Yankees over Dodgers in six is what I had at the beginning of the season. Brandon had Red Sox over Dodgers in seven. You had Astros over Braves in 6.9. All our teams are alive. All our teams are probably going to make it. Maybe the Red Sox might not, though. But I think your teams and my teams are pretty solid. Boom. So, moving on. Let's go to the NFL. So, first thing I want to cover. I had a big announcement this week. Some guy retired. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, it's hard to believe that Andrew Luck retired. But, I mean... Nothing wrong with it. Dude doesn't want to play anymore. He's hurt. He's probably been playing football since he's like three years old. Yeah. So he's been playing football for 26 years. Um, the dude's got a degree from Stanford. 
I mean, he's smart as shit. He is. He could probably be a coach. Do you think he did? Now, here's a question before you go into anything, because I want to talk about the fans and how shitty they are and how they started throwing their jerseys on the field. Don't even care about it. Don't even care about the shitty Colts fans. Don't even care. Yes, they they suck. And do you think, because his dad is in charge of the XFL, (laughs) Yeah. do you think he goes there? Um, help daddy in the front office maybe yeah maybe for that not to play not yeah to, no no not to, to play. help sure to coach maybe to play no i i think i think he's done for good i don't think don't he's think coming he's come back. back i think he's done i saw freaking jason whitlock goes oh he'll be back in two years playing for the cowboys like, shut the fuck up no he's done happening. dude he doesn't he's mentally drained he's hurt i mean the dude's gotten beat up the fact that, and yeah, like I said, I'm not even going to touch on the shitty Colts fans who booed him. The dude played with a lacerated kidney, was pissing blood, and won, like, threw for, like, 320 and three touchdowns and won a game. I mean, come on. The dude, don't say that he's he's injury-prone because the first six years he was in Indianapolis, you guys couldn't get him a line. Right. Now you finally built him a line. He's so hurt that he doesn't want to play anymore. Yeah, I don't blame him. Now, now... Going forward off of that, Jacoby Brissett ain't that bad. No. Everyone. Not at all. Did you see that their games dropped from nine and a half in Vegas to six six and and a half? half, Yeah. They dropped three wins. Right. I would go over six and a half. I think he'd win seven games with Jacoby Brissett. I think they could. I don't think any issue with that. No. I I don't have any issue with it either. Uh, He's going to be the starter. Yeah. Who, who is their bad? They're what are they? Osweiler, I think they're testing out. Yeah, that's what they said. I can't remember who their actual backup is right now to Brissett. Um, but everyone's freaking out. Everyone's freaking out in the fantasy world about it. Everyone's dropping this and that. And right, their line is still one of the top in football. It you know, so, and you just gotta. That's fine. Let them think that. I I don't care. You got to get the right guy there, and uh, it, it. I don't know. You know, it's I've struggled with. He. I'm glad he retired. You know, his health is important. Nobody gave shit to Gronk when he retired. Exactly. That's what makes no sense is Gronk is like six months older than him, and no one said one damn word about Gronk retiring at 30. But Luck retires a month before he turns 30, and every, you know the world freaks out. Yeah. And, you know, with Gronk, I don't know if you saw that interview where he became emotional. They showed just like 20 seconds where he became emotional about he had to give it up. I mean, he hated everything. Yeah. He had everything he wanted, but he hated it because mm-hmm. – of what it is, and that's why he's done. I mean, he's got everything. Oh, there, there it is on the ESPN scroll. Chad Kelly, who suspended the first two games, is the backup to Brissett. So huh. that's why they're looking at Osweiler. So what does it say? Hauschka signed yeah. a, an extension with the Bills. Um, here's my take on this. When we're looking at it in the whole picture, what do you think happens? Um, as in, what do you mean? As in the Colts? As in Luck? What are we looking at here? Well, we're talking about luck, and we're talking about what has happened there. He's retired. Gronk, you know, is done. Gronk didn't – he lived off of his endorsement money. Huh. Never used to sell. Smart guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he retired early. He's got how many Super Bowls? Four? Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't need to prove anything. No. He's got nothing to prove. Luck, unfortunately, never got a Super Bowl. And what I was getting into, and sorry I didn't lead you into it better, do you think, in hindsight now, looking back, that if knowing that this would have happened – with Locke, that the Colts would have kept Peyton Manning and not drafted Locke? No. I think that they were done with Peyton. Okay. I think that Peyton did what they needed to do. Peyton had his neck issue, and I think that they were scared as shit that he would never play again. A lot of people never thought he'd play again. The fact that Peyton came back to play football for three more years or whatever it was after his spinal infusion in his neck is 
insane. I no, mean, guys I, don't do that. You get hit totally wrong, agree. you're paralyzed for life. Paralyzed. So I don't think that that would have changed anything at all. Now, if Peyton never had the neck injury, he still would have been there. Luck would have never gotten drafted by the Colts. Who knows what would have happened? You know, anyone can sit there and look at that. But, you know, I you can't blame the dude. It doesn't matter. Um, the Colts were nice enough to not have him pay back his bonus, which... If, $25 million. I mean, in all honesty, if it was me, I would have had him pay it back. It's a business. Yeah, it is a business. Um, and I, I, but I, I give respect, Ursay a lot of respect. I do. Um, but, you know, maybe he did that so he wouldn't buy more booze to get more DUIs. Right. Um, but... I would have. I mean, like you said, it's, it's a business still, and, you know, that was to play. It's not. So I would have taken that back for your own benefit, for your team to get, you know, to be able to have better players now off of that. And Andrew Luck will be fine. He's a Stanford graduate. He's very smart. You know he's got a lot of money from football. He oh, just yeah, got married. Talk. He's got a kid. He has his whole life to live. He's got the entire rest of his life to do what the hell he wants, and he's just going to turn 30 next month. He'll be fine. He's going to be The fine. Colts fans will be fine. The big babies there, they'll be fine. Everyone will move on. And you saw, you know, think about other guys that retired early. Barry. Barry. Calvin. Calvin. Gronk. Gronk. Locke. It's just, a, it's, they're worried about their health. You yeah. have to, and look at him. I mean, Barry Sanders. Barry and, Ke- I mean, Calvin, it was, the CTE thing was getting there. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't. Calvin didn't long. have a lot of concussions. Calvin no. had a lot of lower body injuries. Um, you know, he had a lot of leg problems and whatnot. And dude's six five or six six, whatever he was. Dude was a monster. He wants to walk. You know, when he's fucking fifty five, he doesn't want to be in a wheelchair. So it makes sense. I, I, I get all that. Um, so I don't blame these guys for retiring early. It's their decision. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. I, I don't see any problem with it at all. I don't either. Uh, so let's. With NFL, let's quickly get some. Let's cover the AFC South, and we're going to do the NFC Hold South. On. First, though, before that, go. Doug Gottlieb's a clown. I love everyone just destroying him too. I love Troy Aikman's response to him. He said bullshit. All, oh my god. What did he say? Great. I don't. I don't Gottlieb know said that that's ridiculous. That you're mentally, quote unquote, mentally unfit to play anymore. And Aikman goes, "That's bullshit, Doug." And you know it. He goes, "I don't even know how you're still employed with Fox." And they they both work for Fox. They are on the same team. And Troy Aikman called him out and said, you have no idea what he's going through. You've never played a down of football in your life. And everyone's ripping him because I guess Gottlieb like, stole credit cards from his roommate in college or something. So some dude like called into his show and led into this big thing about Luck and then went right. He goes, yeah, it's, you know, Luck was stealing from the fans or something like that, kind of like you're stealing. And he just stole your uh, roommate's credit card, and he hung up on him. He goes, oh, that guy's just trolling. Boy. And it was hilarious. So screw Doug Gottlieb. He's a freaking loser. He's almost a bigger clown than Stephen A. That's, man, that's, that's tough. tough. It is. All right, go ahead. What are we getting into here? AFC South. Give some records here. AFC South. Isn't that funny that we go over the AFC South when luck, luck retires? retires when good thing we didn't cover it yet. Lamar Miller tears his ACL. Dallas, by the way. Good job, guys. I was going to draft him. Not anymore. So Lamar Miller... Um, and who are they? They're what? Melvin Gordon's open to a trade to Houston, is what they're saying right oh, now. I, yeah, I, I've not seen that. So. I think it. I think it was Melvin Gordon. Um, yeah, for Clowney, right? And Kenyon Drake, because Clowney's on the trading block for Houston. I saw. So yeah, I think they're. Hey, if Kenyon Drake goes to Houston, I got him in my other league. I'll take it. Yeah, they're baiting Clowney he, out there. For he that, is so. so Kenyon Drake is so low. And if you look at the draft boards, it's he's low. Yeah, I mean. 
that's the problem is that he also has a foot problem too. Yeah. So that's kind of why. Coming off that. Um, but it would be, like I said, it'll be interesting because if Gordon goes, even if Kenyon Drake goes there, Duke Johnson's fine. I have no issue with Duke Johnson in Houston at all. Duke Johnson is a stud. He's a he's a bigger back. He's like 5'11", 220. Yeah. He's built to take those reps. He's not you know a small guy. Mm-hmm. He'll be just fine. Um, but yeah, if they got Melvin Gordon, Houston would go from nine wins to twelve wins just with him. I think and having a solid run game. Their defensive line is still shit. Mm-hmm. Dallas Taco Charlton ate him up. I mean, and Taco Charlton. I'm hoping this is a sign that he's better. But let's hope he's not that. I mean, he hasn't been that great so far in the NFL. And for him to sit here and get through the line, I mean, everyone was getting through that line. I was watching uh, the game on Saturday. And, dude, I tell you what, Houston's offensive line is their down. It's That's why Deshaun Watson's only going to play like eight years in the NFL, if less, because he's getting destroyed. He is. And you need a line. They need to build a line in Houston or they're screwed. Um, so, anyways, back to it. AFC South is going to be interesting because who the hell knows what the Jaguars are going to do this year? They could be fucking twelve and four. They could be four and twelve. Like nobody knows. They play Kansas That's, City week one. It's the game of the week. It's going to be a huge game. I mean, polls, I think man. I think Bears Packers is game of the week. But, well, that's Thursday. But regardless, Sunday game. Is that the first game? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. But the Sunday game, um, that will be the game on Sunday. Is it Sunday night? No, Dallas plays nice? Sunday. Dallas oh, plays Dallas the fucking the Giants. Giants Sunday night, just like every year, which is ridiculous. Uh, maybe no, maybe they're the four fifteen. I don't know. Regardless, um, it's it's going to be a hell of a game, right? They said it last year. The Jaguars came out um, balls to the wall, destroyed New England. If you remember that yep. early in the year, and um, you know, with all that going on, they said that they could play a game like that and just play balls out to start against Kansas City and beat them. And then who knows what they'll do after that? Um, so. This is going to be tough. Who's the other team in the AFC South? Why am I missing Colts? somebody? No, we already did. Colts, Texans, Jags. Titans. Titan. Yeah, Jesus. They're just so boring. I always forget about them. Yeah, they, they always feel like they go 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7 and seven every year. Yep. All right. Let me. You got the pen? You can. Did you lose the pen? Well, you just had a piece of paper over there, so I wasn't sure. Where's your standings and all that? Uh, if you flip forward, forward, flip a page. You can write one on the bottom, or you can write on the next page. There's a blank page next. All right. All right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Houston. Ten and six. I have the same, so you might as well put it there. I have the Jags at nine and seven. I have the Titans at nine and seven. I put tit on there. <laughs> I have the Titans at eight and eight. I have Jacksonville at eight and eight. <laughs> and I have the Colts at seven and nine. And the same. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven. Now, if Andrew Luck was playing, what would you have? Uh, I'd have the Colts probably at ten and six or eleven and five. I would have them at eleven and five. And they'd win the division. Yes. Yep. I'm just, just throwing that out there. Just asking. I would probably move a couple of the other ones. We got one more to do. Oh, shit. Because we've got four divisions to do in two weeks. So we've got NFC South. Let me turn. Let 
turn the page. So here you're talking Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Bucks. Go ahead and talk a little bit on it while I write this stuff. Yeah, no, you're good. So, you know, you're talking this has been the the Saints division for a while now. You've got Jameis, famous Jameis coming back. You, which, whatever. Cam Newton's in a walking boot, but I think he still starts week one. And uh, the other thing there, Atlanta, you never know. I mean, they have the team there. They have a good quarterback. They have good receivers. They have a good running back. I mean, they have, because uh, what? Freeman left. No. Or no, Coleman, Freeman stayed. Freeman stayed. Tevin Coleman, Coleman went to Coleman San went Fran. To San Francisco. And he's going to be one of the three headed monster out there. We'll see. Or three partial-headed monster. Two right now. If McKinnon, they just said, is he said he practiced right. and it's not looking good right now. Right. So, so I uh, we can mark it. Uh, I'm going to go Saints, 12-4. and four. I, think they, I think they essentially run away with it again. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to go Saints 11-5. and five. Okay. I'm going to go – I have a little bit more faith in the Falcons to turn it back around. I'm going to go them at 10-6, and six, actually. Okay. Um, it's, it's scary because their defense, they already have so many injuries. Yes. They can't afford many more. Their offense is going to be stacked. So I'm going to go with – I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to go with Carolina at 9-7. and seven. I, and in Atlanta at nine and seven, Carolina second place, and I have Carolina at nine and seven as well, but third. Okay. Tampa, give me at four and twelve. I think they're going to be better than four and twelve with Bruce Arians this year. I'm going to go six and ten. I like it. Um, they're going to compete, no doubt. So, um, I think with Arians there, Jameis. I think Arians keeps Jameis on even keel. I'm hoping. Because if that's the case, Jameis has potential. He yes, just, he does. He just is an idiot, and he's young still. So he's not. He was suspended last year, right? He's not suspended James, this year. Correct. Okay, that was last year. Okay. Yeah. He was hurt. Tampa, their running game is such shit, though, dude. But their defense, man, that's what they draft. They got that uh, linebacker from LSU. I can't think of his name right now. Devin. Oh, not Booker. Name? No, I and I want to say Smith, and it wasn't that either. But and you're talking for. Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa. He was a kid from LSU who is an absolute monster. So their, I mean, their defense is going to be stout. I, I really think so. I think they'll have the best defense in the NFC. Oh, South. Devin White. There you go. Duh. That was close. White, Smith, Leonard. Who knows? Yeah, man. I, I, I guess I never looked at Tampa, and I forgot Arians as a coach. Now I'm reevaluating my record. No, it's already in pen. <sighs> already in pen. Stick with it. Already in pen. All right, I'll stick. All right. Um. Now, NFL, next week, we start making picks. Remind people, what's our ESPN? Oh, what do you? I don't. I don't have one yet. Um, I tried to log in and do it, and it wasn't, so I'm going to do that. Um, So you see if you can log in and do it by the end of the show because by the time we get this out next week. I was having issues with just, like, it wouldn't even let me log in in general. Because they'll have to make a pick for Thursday's game. Yeah, that's right. It is pigskin pick them. I'll tell you that. If I can get logged in here, we'll get one set up. But it'll be the same thing. It'll be OTL Sports Pod. Oh, and then uh, I asked Jeremy if he had any insight on sports. Not too much. Just extremely disrespectful indie fans booing Andrew Luck. That really got me going earlier this week. Yep. Can't agree more. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So while you're looking that up and trying to figure that out, it is now time 
for the next season. So Brandon has, I have now seven titles on this podcast. Brandon has two, both in college football. He got the national champion right, okay, and and he got the regular season right. We need to have him pick his final four right now. Uh, yeah, and we need his picks because he hasn't sent those yet. He said, give me all the favorites. I haven't had time to look. Notre Dame, 48-20. Clemson, big. Give me Florida Atlantic, but Ohio State wins. So Florida Atlantic's a dog, so you can give him them, and then give him all the favorites. That's what he wants. So FAU, and then I'll run down the line. Clemson, Bama, Georgia, uh, Oklahoma, LSU, Michigan, Florida is off. Well, yeah, but they played Miami, so that's well. That's why we got the record on there, right? Yeah, I already got it there. One and zero. You're one and zero, and me and Brandon are own one. Um, Texas, Oregon, MSU. Is that correct? What you just had? Oh, you just had the three and a half next to Auburn, so I was confused. Um, oh, here's why: because they're at home. That's why if they're at well, home, it's, it's neutral. They're playing in Atlanta. I'm pretty sure. But it's at Auburn, technically. Well, and that's why when you put at Auburn, I that should be plus three and a half. No, because the, the home team, it's whatever the home team is. You take it by the home team. Oh, I see what Yeah, that's saying. what I'm saying. Auburn's the home team. That's why I'm... When, that's so why they're I'm minus three and a half. So look look up. That, no, it, that, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, because right? I put it on the other yeah. side. My, I see what, what you're should saying. Be, it should be plus three and a half for the home well, team. Well, if you look at everything else I did for the home teams, it's at... Uh, at Louisville, Louisville's plus nineteen. Exactly. At Vandy, plus nineteen. But that's why I was asking if Auburn is plus or minus. Because no, no, Auburn's they're minus. Okay. They're minus. No, that's no. right. So no. whatever the o- home o- team is, o- I put Oregon. Is Auburn is the favorite over Oregon. Yeah. Bullshit. Yes. <laughs> what a fucking joke. That's what I said. I said the same thing. So let's run it down. Clemson minus thirty-six and a half against Georgia Tech. Give me Georgia Tech. This is tomorrow, by the way. This is a Thursday game. This is Thursday night, 36 and a half. Come on, dude. Georgia Tech runs the ball, run the clock out. They'll keep it close in the first half. Clemson will beat them up a little bit. Um, but Clemson, Clemson 48 to 17. And I'm going to go Clemson 56 to 14. So they cover. Um, Bama is a 34 and a half point favorite against Duke. Um, dude, that's tough. Right. Their starting running back is out for the year. Um, Mo- Dylan Moses just tore his ACL out for the year. Oh, buddy. I wish it was 35 and a half. It would make my pick so much easier. Give me, and this is neutral site, I think, as well. That just means they're going to throw a lot. Give me Alabama. I got them, too. Alabama by 35. They'll cover by a half point. I got Alabama by 41. Um, the I feel like I should put scores, but it's okay. I can write them somewhere if I wanted to. Vandy is at home against Georgia, plus 22. Yeah, give me Georgia. Georgia's going to beat them by 35. All right. I've got Georgia as well. Oklahoma, 23-point favorite against Houston at home. Hold on. We're just doing straight for NFL, right? Correct. Okay, for our picks. Yes. Our picks and on there. Got it. It's straight up. Get it. 
Oh, look at that. I can rejoin our league from last year. It'll be the same exact one. Makes it even better. Even better. Yeah. So we're going to hop halfway through. So ESPN, Pigs Can Pick em, Group Name Over the Line Sports Pod. If you were in it last year, you should just be able to rejoin. I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Let's see if there's people in here or not. Okay, yeah, no. So it is us. But you can go and rejoin the group. Do we? It's public, so it doesn't matter. There's no password. And will you share it on Facebook? I will share it on Facebook. And but the Twitter. If, but if you're listening right now, ESPN.com, Fantasy, Pigskin Pick'em, search Over the Line Sports Pod for your chance to, one, beat us. That's better than the swag, I think. Mm-hmm. We do have some pretty badass swag, though. Because right. think about it. If they beat us come January, we have hoodies. And it's cold in January. Hmm. Not a bad thought. See? That's what I'm saying. They can pick whatever the hell those, they want. Those hoodies if, are badass. If they beat us. Badass hoodies. I know I'll be rocking it. I rocked my shirt today. I rocked my hoodie uh, over the weekend. I took my work shirt off as I was leaving, and um, as I was walking out, I got like a, a chuckle from my other CSR over there. He goes, nice. Because <laughs> I got the Bear 69 on the back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I forgot I was, I totally forgot I was wearing it today. It was the first shirt I picked. So. All right. So the the next one. Hold on a second. Too. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm still out of it. You know, I'm still getting back into this. Dylan Moses is Alabama's top linebacker, not running back. Linebacker. I am correcting myself here. I didn't correct you, so I don't care. But you corrected yourself, yeah, so good. I'm just my brain is going in eighteen thousand different places. Good man. Okay, so back. So we got our <laughs> we got our NFL pick them back to college, so I can concentrate on that now. Yes. All right. Oklahoma, 23-point favorite against Houston. Uh, give me, I think, uh, did you join that group uh, on Facebook, Shiv? I think you might be in that. It's like some college football group. Oh, yeah, I've been in that group. Oh, he invited me to it. Yeah. And they do the picks each week. Yeah. And I think I picked Houston. And I think I'm going to do that again. That's funny I you can't remember that. if it's the same spread or not. If it was 23, but for some reason I picked Houston. I don't know why. It was late last night. I have sleep deprived, so I'm probably just stupid. But I'm going to take them. Um, Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma, it's different. So Houston can put up some points. Maybe they can keep it within three touchdowns. So I'm going to take Houston. I did too. Uh, next, Ohio State, 27.5 point favorite against FAU. I don't know if you looked at the over-under for this. I've been pondering this forever saying that if their over under isn't like 70, I'm not I you know, I I want action. It's 63. Ohio State's going to put up 63 in this game. Right. I am very very close to putting some top dollars on the over of this game. And their defense is always suspect to start the year, always. Ohio State 66, FAU 30. Ohio State covers. Yeah, Ohio State's going to cover. Um I think it's going to be more probably like fifty-five to twenty-one. Oh, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what the linebackers do. That's, I mean, that's the second biggest question behind Justin Fields. Right. LSU twenty-seven and a half point favorite against Georgia Southern. Yeah, give me LSU all day. It's going to be a shutout. LSU is going to win big, fifty-six nothing. Michigan thirty-four and a half against Middle Tennessee State. Couldn't just be thirty-five and a half again, could it? Nope. I still don't know, man. That offense. Not great. Middle Tennessee State, I think they went 8-4 and four last year. Mm-hmm. Won a bowl game, I think. Yeah, give me Middle Tennessee State to cover. I'm taking Michigan. 
Really? Yes. Really? Yep. Oh, buddy. All right, Notre Dame at Louisville, 19. Um, I think Notre Dame is going to blow the doors off of them. Louisville is not that good. Don't care if it's at Louisville. Sorry. Notre Dame big. Notre Dame. Texas against Louisiana Tech, 20 and a half. Yeah, give me Texas. I think um, they kill them. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think they beat them by five touchdowns. Tom Herman's going to put a number on them. Um, so, wait, you said Brandon took all the favorites, right? Correct. So he's taking Auburn. Okay. Um, the next one, number 11. I put this in here because Florida's off, and it's a good game. Number 11, Auburn at technical. Number 16, Auburn. Auburn, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, give me Oregon. Same. Uh, Oregon is my sleeper team this year. I think they're going to be really good. I think Justin Herbert's going to be really good. Um, Does um, he win the Heisman? I think he will. Okay. I think he will. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of Oregon love this year. They're going to slip up one time, I have a feeling. I think Oregon's going to be really good. Not going to make the playoff, but they will go to the Rose Bowl this year. Okay. And then last, Michigan State, number 18, against Tulsa, 23-and-a-half. One, will anyone ever learn? Ever. Michigan State doesn't fucking cover shit. Ever. Exactly. Give me Tulsa all day, every I think Tulsa's won like five games in the last three years. I don't give a shit. Give me Tulsa. Didn't they have a bowl game last year? I thought they said they only won like five games in the last I three. I can't. You could be right. I don't know. I'm taking Tulsa too. Dude. Michigan State. How many times did I take them last year? And they never covered. Not. Not doing it. Nope. I'm yeah, with but you. but then when you bet against them, they did cover. So now I'm worried. <laughs> Can you take Michigan State, please? Nope. It's already an ink. Yeah. Give me. Uh, <laughs> it's already clicked. Yeah. Yeah. Give me. I, I will. I learned my lesson last year about. No, I didn't. I took Utah State. I, I did pretty well against Michigan State last year. So yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna stick with that because they're not any better. All right, now give me. Now here's what I need. You know what I need next, right? Chicken wings. I would love chicken wings. Do you have chicken wings with I, you? I don't. Damn it. Sorry. All right, I need your playoff teams. I need your final. I need your winner. God. I think it's going to be a weird year of college football. I think... One of the two teams, either Alabama or Clemson, don't make it. Really? I, I think so. Okay. I really do. Um, and I think that that's going to be Alabama this year. Um, and this is like doubting Tom Brady. It's stupid. Give me number one, Clemson. Okay. Number two, Georgia Bulldogs. Like it. Number three, Ohio State. Like it. Which I hate, but I wanted them at four, but I'm going to keep them at three. And number four, which I don't even want to say this out loud, Notre Dame. What? Yep. I think Notre Dame and Clemson rematch. You get Ohio State, Georgia. Okay. Give, I, me, give me your final. My final, Ohio State and Clemson. So, national champ. Clemson, OSU, okay. And I am going to take Clemson. We are similar, except I've got Clemson one. I'm sticking Alabama two. I don't care about these doubters of Ohio State. They're three. And bold prediction, not Notre Dame. Give me Texas at four. Dude, I almost just said, I swear to God, Texas would be my first. They're the first team out at five. Ooh, and, and Brandon just gave us his, so go ahead. and. I've got 
Clemson and Ohio State, like you, and I got Clemson winning. So if it comes down to it, we we better put this now because we have similar teams. If this happens, what's our tiebreaker? Because we have Clemson as a winner. Is it most playoff teams? But if we have a tie there, so it should first tiebreakers most playoff teams. Okay. Okay. Yep. So we'll do that first tiebreaker. Um. Most playoff teams, and then next. Um, let's just do. We could do um, uh, yeah, total points of the title game. But that week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When we know who it is. And it doesn't matter if you're over or under. It's closest. Okay, closest. Total points of national championship NC game. game. Yep. Closest. And this, by the way, will make. Three. Here you go. You ready? Ready to type? This is Brandon. Oh, God. All right. Number one, Clemson. Yep. Number. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I lied. lied. Number one, Bama. Excuse me. Okay. Number two, Clemson. Okay. Number three, Georgia. Number Ooh. four, we all have a different number four. He doesn't have Notre Dame. Oklahoma. No shit. Yeah. Which I think is silly because I don't think Jalen Hurts is that good, but okay. So what does he got? Clemson and Bama again? Clemson over Oklahoma. Really? Yep. I like it. So we all got Clemson as our champion. Yep. So basically, if Clemson wins, we have some tiebreakers. If they don't, um, if they don't, then we all lose. Yep. Um, and my guess, my hope is that we all lose. And Ohio State surprises me. <laughs> I would love to see Texas and Ohio State. Herman against the Buckeyes. That'd be cool. How awesome would that be? It would be better, though, if Urban was there. Yeah, you're Him right. and Day didn't have the beef him and Urban did, so it's a little bit different now, but still still cool. Um, that would be fun. It's going to be, like you said, it's going to be an odd year, and I wouldn't be shocked if all of us had all incorrect playoff teams. <laughs> you're probably right. Dead serious. I'm going to send this picture to Brandon what we got. Watch um, watch Clemson lose to Georgia Tech tomorrow. Be comical. God, that would be terrible. The uh, uh, So another fun thing here is uh, I actually saw Brandon. Uh, Brandon is, you know, coaching some things, some football. And he is – one of his scrimmages past week was against his alma mater. How'd that go? Uh, they – <laughs> they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster. <laughs> they have more facial hair. They, you know, it reminded me of D two, which we're going to coach here in a, or talk about here in a bit. So they're that good, huh? Uh, dude, they they look good. And that first half, they only keep scoring. It was only seven nothing. Okay, in the first half, our quarterback for our school looks small. We'll see what happens. There was a lot of scouting going on. Finley was there. That's who Anthony Wayne plays this week. Springfield was there. They play. The other school. They're they're allowed to be – you're allowed to watch scrimmages and scout that? Oh, yeah. That seems stupid. Yeah. Uh, Shiv was telling me how they used to do, like, scouting and stuff like that. And, you know, you'd go to, like, if a team's playing, you'd go to the, who they play the following week, that game, you know, while they were there scouting mm-hmm. that same week. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. um, so Anthony Wayne travels to Finley this week, okay, Next week, they've got St. John's at home. So, might be, I don't know what you got going on on a Friday night. Um, I think I, I do have the kid, but it would be fun for him to go to a football game. But he doesn't last too long there. He just gets annoyed and he's done. But that would be 
maybe fun. I don't know what you think. Yeah. Next Friday. Yes. Okay. Remind me. I'll forget. Hey, right. next Friday there's a game at home. Yeah. Yeah, you remind me <laughs> Thursday. Uh, I, you might need to remind me again Friday morning. All right. I, I may do that. Well, it, it all depends on the kid. Um, all right. So picks are going to be interesting. Board's clear, but I have it all in Excel now. I might just put up our title picks up there on our playoff picks so we know it so we don't have to revert back Yeah, is what we'll put on that side. We'll have updated standings in here. Uh, it'll be interesting. Next week we start NFL, so that's when I have to put in a lot of work to yep. get this stuff here. Uh, which is fine. So our sports movie this week is D2, The Mighty Ducks. D2, The Mighty Ducks. So that's when, uh, you know, Banksy came over in D1, and then in D2 he's on the team, of course, Mm -hmm. and so is Charlie Conway, El Captain, and uh, Gordon Bombay coaches Team USA. And if you remember, they get their asses handed to them by Iceland. Yep. 12-1. to I'll never forget that speech. 12 to 1. 12 to 1. You know what comes to mind when you think of that? Pathetic. And then they get all pissed off. He's like, we're hanging out with the Iceland lady. We saw you two last night. They were eating ice, eating ice cream with the enemy, coach. And they all just basically walk out on him. Yep. And because uh, he, he did the whole, if you remember, I thought it was cool. I, I don't know why they picked Iceland. I never understood that. I liked it. I yeah. mean, Canada would have been cool. That's when I learned Greenland well, is ice because the Iceland chick taught it to Gordon Bombay. See? Greenland is covered in ice. There you Iceland go. is greener than that. I'm like, no shit. I, th- I think my favorite part in the movie is when, um, after all that happened, his brother came and gave him a whole bunch of Coke, and he was so much better afterwards, and then they won. Who's that? Emilio. His brother get Oh. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. That's the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is that a different movie? Maybe that was Two and a Half Men. Yeah, I think that was Two and a Half Men. This oh. is D2, The Mighty Ducks. Oh. This is a lot earlier. No, different. Uh, my bad. Different movie. So, you know, Fulton Reed, big guy. Did you – Did you? who was your favorite player on the teams? It's the goalie. Come on, man. Goldberg was great. By the way, speaking of Goldberg, now that you mention him. Is he still skinny and gross? Yeah, because he was all drugged up, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. He was all drugged up. Uh, he was. He was fucked up. I think he I liked him though because I also enjoyed heavyweights that he was yes, in he and was good. when he was Rip Ben Stiller in that fantastic. It was. So Sean Weiss, right? Yeah, Sean it's his birthday I think today or yesterday. Hmm. 41 years old. And he looks terrible. Yeah. Just just not good. Not yeah, good when when was his birthday? Was um, it yesterday or today? Can you check that yesterday. out? Yesterday. Yes. Uh 1978, do the math. 41. There you go. You just said that. Yeah. God. Um, yeah, he looks he looks bad. So D2 Mighty Ducks came out in 1994. Mm-hmm. Same year as Forrest Gump and Shawshank Redemption. A lot of good movies that year. Yes. So um, $45.6 million in the box office. Pretty good. So yeah. your, your favorite player is uh, Goldberg. Oh, absolutely. See, I liked uh, Averman was funny. He was funny, but I liked, uh, you know, Charlie's a captain, whatever. I don't give a shit. Is this the one where they had the cowboy? Yeah. Yeehaw! I liked him, too. Yeah, the cowboy. And then what, uh, the other, I liked how he got pissed off at the other, Julie the Cat Gaffney. Yep. She was fantastic. Uh, Luis Mendoza, remember he couldn't stop? Yep, that would be me. <laughs> That's me on skates. I just, I can't stop. Uh, then you had Kenny Wu. Yep. 
who was the uh, figure skater, skater, right? Yep, figure skater. Uh, yeah, Dwayne Robertson was the cowboy. Who were the brothers? Uh, or were they? What were they? The Bash Brothers or whatever the hell they? Oh were? yeah, yeah. That was uh, well. They were the Bash Brothers. They weren't technically right, technically right. Yeah, brothers, the Bash brothers. But they brought him in later. The other Bash brother, right? Or, or no, they brought him later on in D three. I'm thinking of D three. Oh yeah, see, I get that mixed up. So those all merged together for me. That you're right. So it was uh, Fulton Reed was the one, and who was Dean Portman? Yeah, because he was just like he. Look, you look at this team, and you're like teenager. This guy looks like a grown man. Yeah, yeah, yep. And they would party. They became, you know, they were enemies in the beginning when they get the team together, and he does this whole roundup, become a team, whatever. They go to what was it, Rodeo Drive, as a team, and they're like trying out all this shit on Rodeo Drive, drinking wine, watching them get dresses. Do you have anything in a bikini or whatever the hell he said? <laughs> was that Goldberg? And they just look at him and kick him out. Get out of here, you perverts. Yes. Um, the. Did you? That's where we learned. Well, Keenan Thompson. That was one of his first mm-hmm. things that he did. You yep. know, he's very prominent now with SNL still. Yeah. But he was Russ Tyler. He had the. Uh, that's where we Russ. all learned how to do the knuckle puck. Knuckle puck. The knuckle puck. It's knuckle puck time. But my favorite had to probably be Banksy. He was the best player on the ice. You know, <laughs> when you look at it, Charlie was all right, and he's I'm gonna be a coach so Banks can play. Yeah. You remember that? Break his hand or something? Yeah, well, yeah, they because the Iceland team just came down slashed and slashed him, right? Slashed him, and then uh, Charlie gave up his spot. Should have drank more milk. He would have broken his hand. He'd be a better coach. Uh, but you know, in the end, they end up you know the last second beat Team Iceland. Yep. And then um, who was that? Gunner, Gunner Stahl. Gunner Stahl. He's like, uh, what did he say? Good, something like, good job, Captain Duck, or whatever the hell he good said. Job, Thanks, Captain Gunner. Duck. And uh, but the guy I liked the most was uh, Wolf Stanson, Iceland's coach. They called him the dentist <laughs> because of all the teeth he took and knocked back out. hair too. Yeah, he was cool. And like when they did their thing, you know, when they went one on one and were doing that, you know, and hitting all the posts, I'm like, that's kind of fun. Yeah, you know, it's fun to watch. I mean, still the best was when he just yelled, "The goalie, the goalie, the goalie!" Just yells from across <laughs> the way, like anybody can hear him. Of the Mighty Ducks, which one's your favorite? I would probably have to say D2. Yeah, I agree. I, I think so. It really is. Because, honestly, I don't remember shit about D1. The no, first no, he one. Was, he had to go. He becomes the coach because he got court-ordered to be the coach. Right. That, and then he goes up against his old coach and beats him because the team he played on the Hawks when he was younger, and he missed the penalty shot. And then, yeah. you know, later on they win. Banks gets traded because they redrew the Lions District 5. That's why they're the District 5 Ducks. And he gets moved over. But – some cameos in here. So Christy Yamaguchi, Greg Luganis were in this. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, if you remember that, he had a brief cameo. He's like, Kareem, I want, he, when, uh, what the hell was that guy's name that was with him? Um, Mr. Tibbles. Mr. Tibbles oh, yeah. took him around and introduced him to everybody. And he introduced him. He's like, hey, I want you to meet Kareem. <laughs> Kareem, this is Coach Pombay, Team USA. And then he had Gretzky, Chelios, Luke Robitaille, Cam Neely, all NHL players yep. made cameos. Bob Miller, play-by-play announcer. Uh, Darren Pang, he was a color commentator. They were both the championship game. Mike Emmerich was in it. The doc. And then, I don't know if you knew this, the car owner with the broken windshield, Dennis Rodman. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and watch that. Right. I couldn't find it last night, so I watched uh, American Psycho instead. American Psycho is a good one. Great movie. You know what I love about that? And I, I point this out to people. I'm like... If you look back at it and you remember when Christian Bale kills Jared Leto, I'm like, Batman killed the Joker. If you're thinking future times. True. 
He just fucking destroyed him. Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? Do you Why like yes? Phil Collins? Uh, Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, I always forget that's Jared Leto, too, in that movie. Right. He's so young. and Because uh, Huey Lewis in the news, that makes me think of Back to the Future, mm-hmm. of course. Yep. You know, when he's, uh, they're playing the song, his band. That's another movie we should cover someday. It's nothing to do with sports, but <clears throat> great Scott. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to go back and rewatch. That's, that's been a little while, too. But The Ex-Wife, that was always our go-to movie. Back yeah. to the Future 1 or 2. That's it's been a little bit since I've seen that. Really, they're they're so good, yeah. I, so good. American Psycho is great. Yes, it I is. I haven't seen it in a while, so I figured I'd figured I'd watch her, and yeah, never fails. And and people, you know, we've talked about Batman enough. New Joker trailer came out today. Check it out. Joaquin Phoenix is going to crush it. I might have to show you after this episode if you haven't seen it yet. And have you seen it yet? No. It, I mean, yet. it came out today, but he's he better win the best actor or it's it's going to come down to him or probably Tom Hanks who's playing Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I would say so. But I'm like just give it to Joaquin. You haven't given him one yet. He won a fucking This is what I don't get. Dude, it took Leo forever to get one. He can't You're right. bag. You but he won a fucking Grammy for playing Johnny Cash. Didn't win the Oscar. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> I wonder who won that year. Oh, uh, that's a good question. What year was that? Uh 2006. I want to say. Let's see. The movies might have been 06. Yeah. I, it, I'm feeling confident in that, that the movie was 06, so I don't know when the Academy Awards were. Um, let's see. Well, there's a, that's, I, I see why he didn't win it, um, because let's just go from 05 to 08, just for shits and gigs, right? Okay. 05, Jamie Foxx won it for Ray. Well deserved. Yes. Oh six. Philip Seymour Hoffman won it for Capote. Deserved. Oh um, seven. Last King of Scotland. Forrest Whitaker. Oh eight. Daniel Day Lewis. There will be blood. I mean, we're talking the top of the top. Like these aren't no name dudes. Well, and Daniel Day Lewis is. I mean, he won. It seems like every year. But see, in oh eight. Um, well, see, I'm looking. At, well, he won in oh seven. Daniel Day Lewis uh, for that. But I got oh eight. And Joaquin lost to Hoffman, but uh, Heath Ledger was that Brokeback Mountain. He was up for that, and there was other guys there. So it was between him. Joaquin won a lot of awards that year. So Capote, that was, I mean, he you can't deny Philip Seymour Hoffman. But if you go down and you're looking at some of this and you just see who was nominated in other years, like Blood Diamond was okay, so I can understand why Leo didn't get that. Uh, especially for Last King of Scotland for Forrest Whitaker, but Will Smith should have got that for Pursuit of Happiness. Did you watch that? That was a good movie. Yeah, solid. Um, You know, you had Sean Daniel Day-Lewis, obviously. He went up against Clooney, who never wins. Viggo Mortensen, Tommy Lee Jones, Johnny Depp. I remember, yeah, Clint Eastwood, he was up the one year. See, when DiCaprio was up for Howard Hughes in The Aviator, I was shocked he didn't win. I, I just couldn't watch that movie. It's mm-hmm. so effing boring. But here's where... So Daniel Day-Lewis has, I think, three or four Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. He won for... Oh, God. My Left Foot. 1990. Yeah, My Left Foot. He won for the Daniel Plainview. There Will Be Blood. In and then he won in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And he should have won my favorite role of his, and I still get pissed off about it. He lost to Adrian Brody in The Pianist, but he was Bill Cutting in Gangs of New York. Yeah, Gangs of New York was a great movie. And he was Fantastic. he was fucking phenomenal as the villain. Yeah. It's like, man, he got jobbed. Yep. 
She but did. that year that Jamie Foxx won uh, for Best Actor, he was also nominated for Supporting Actor in Collateral. I wonder if any, no, I doubt anyone's ever won those back-to-back. Back-to-back. Back. I, I don't year. think he did. Um, I don't think he won that year. Somebody else won. What are we talking We said that's 05. Yeah. So you'd have to look back. Rami Malek, or 04. And Rami Malek currently won. If you basically play a musician or a real person, chances are you might win. Yeah, pretty much. So that's why I wouldn't be shocked if Tom Hanks won this year since the Joker is technically a comic book character. But, you know, I could see Joaquin winning it. But I mean, really, realistically, though, out of the last X amount of years, I mean, really, there hasn't besides this last year. Um, Darkest Hour, no. Manchester by the Sea, no. Revenant, no. Theory of Everything, no. Dallas Buyers Club, McCon- McConaughey played a dude with AIDS, but it was a no. I mean, it's not like it was a big dude. And then Lincoln, obviously, he was a person. Yeah think so well he was the first president right he didn't he chopped down the cherry well tree. oldman won for darkest hour he was winston churchill well that's what i meant yeah past that because I, I looked at that and i was like yeah that was different but yeah. the rest of them yeah. lee chandler no hugh glass no stephen hawking yes obviously um mcconaughey when he won he probably gave the best speech i've ever heard in an academy award you ever listen to that or you just go all right all right all right at the end he does that was it but if he did, but no, he talks about you know three three things he has in this life: something to look up to, something to look forward to, and a Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, is that right? He's like, oh, I drive so nice, <laughs> so good and comfortable. He fucking hits the cue ball around yeah. like the table. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> stupid he, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Right? No, he he said something to look forward, to, something to look up to, something to look forward to, something to chase. So look up to, he looks up to God, he thank God, and all this stuff, and then. Look forward to his family and something to chase, which I thought was amazing. He talks about his hero, chasing his hero. And he said his hero is him in 10 years. And then he says, so I'm 25 and I'm chasing this. So at 35, I'm like, have you met your hero? No, it's my hero's now me in 10 more years. So at 45. And he's like, so I'm never going to, I'm never going to be my hero. And I'm like, dude, that was a powerful speech. It's pretty good. But he was deserving too. I mean, he had a long time. Um, and you had a lot of people we said that, that had won over the years I would love to see, like we said, so what did we say, supporting actor? I would want to know Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. I want to know supporting actor, like the the list, because 04, he was nominated for Collateral, and I thought that Tom Cruise should have been nominated because he was a bad guy, and he was fucking awesome. Cruise Cruise is a wiener. Yeah, he is. Um, so, yeah, he was nominated for Collateral, but that was won by who should have won, Morgan Freeman for Million Dollar Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, George Clooney won the following year for Seriana, whatever. Little Miss Sunshine, Alan Arkin. Uh, Javier Bardem, No Country for Old Men. Great what movie. a great movie and a great role. Yep. Heath, Heath Ledger won the next year, which did you know, a lot of people don't know this. I knew this, though. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was nominated that year for Tropic Thunder. Really? Yeah. Tropic Thunder was great. He was great, and I said, "Man, you should have gave, you should have nominated freaking Tom Cruise for his character in that. That's one of the best characters he plays." Les Grossman. That is also true. I, yeah, but I. Yeah, then you had Christoph Waltz for Inglorious Bastards, definitely. Christian Bale for The Fighter, Chris Plummer for Beginners, uh, Christoph Waltz again for Django Unchained, Jared Leto one for Dallas Buyers Club, J.K. Simmons, which he is a brutal motherfucker in Whiplash. If you ever seen nope, that, never seen it. 
Mahershala Ali in Moonlight, Sam Rockwell, and then currently it's Mahershala Ali again in Green Book. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this year. You know, like I said, it's probably going to come down to Hanks and and, uh, uh, Joaquin, but we'll see how it plays out. You just never know. I thought Michael Keaton got ripped off the one year. What was it? 1990? No. No, definitely not 90. It was recent when he he played, um, what is it, Birdman? He was nominated. Oh, yeah. He won like every award except the Academy Award, which was, you know, it is what it is. That's just how things go. I just don't, I don't remember what, oh, here it is. It was uh, Eddie Redmayne. He won for Hawking, which I understand. Mm, interesting. Brad Cooper, he played a per- Chris Kyle in American Sniper. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was nominated. Steve Carell was actually nominated that year for Foxcatcher. I'm just looking at 94. Martin Landau is amazing, by the way, won. Um, for Ed Wood, but I mean, he beat Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction, which I think is better, and Gary Sinise in Forrest Gump, which I thought for supporting. Yeah, it's crazy. Who did? Who won that? Martin Landau for Ed Wood. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, movie. It's, he he did good in that. But if you look but back, Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction is amazing, and Gary Sinise is almost better in Forrest Gump as Lieutenant Dan. So people don't realize. Did you know that Nick Cage had a Best Actor? No, did ninety five. He won. Good for him. For leaving Las Vegas, which was good. Richard Dreyfus was Mr. Holland's opus. He was nominated. Hopkins played Nixon and Nixon. Sean Penn uh, was in Dead Man Walking, and then The Postman. Um, yeah, man, you just you just never know. Crazy. As good as it gets, you know. A few years later, Nicholson won, which was nice. But all good. So we can wrap this show up here momentarily i got to look at some things do you have any uh oh i got to look up the sports history on this day you got anything else you want to cover no um i do not nothing exciting except that football starting that's exciting we oh hell our, yeah we got our draft on sunday i have one at four o'clock with the people uh people who work in the company attached to us um so that's a that's a yahoo online draft so that's at four and then our main quick. one at seven. Oh, yeah, it'll be very quick is it at seven on sunday seven Still yes. at Nate's? Yes, still okay. at Nate's. It's, um, yeah, and I've done probably about as much research as you, which is about Zippo. So it'll be. That's why I haven't won since year one. It'll be interesting. Yeah. The one year I finished second, I and this shows, I spent, oh, I couldn't even tell you how long I spent. I put together an Excel sheet of everyone's stats for three years. Like, no joke. And that's why I finished second. Should have been first if uh, Todd Gurley didn't explode the last three weeks of the year and Joe beat me with that. But, yeah, I mean, I put in a lot of work on that, and it shows that hard work pays off because last year I didn't do shit, and this year I haven't done shit. So if the trend is my friend here, it's not going to be a good year for me. Just throwing that out there. I'm really good with just looking at numbers and seeing trends. I'm not good with just guessing shit. Right. So It's hard. And we'll see what happens. You know, I'm partnered up with – Johnny, you know, if anybody drops out, Johnny will get a team. But, um, you know, I like partnering with Johnny. So it's been fun. So in this day in history, 1921, Babe Ruth starts streak of an extra base hit in nine straight games. Okay, whatever. Oh, gosh. 1951, Pirates snap New York Giants 16-game win streak. Yeah. Yeah. These are kind of boring. Uh, Let's scroll down. 1977. This guy we have uh, long. We talk about him a lot. Nolan Ryan strikes out 300 batters for fifth straight year. Nice. 1987. Mike Schmidt passes Ted Williams and Willie McCovey with 522 home runs. 91. Red Red 
Tom Browning versus Expo Dennis Martinez, both perfect game pitcher. Uh, 1994, 94th U.S. Amateur Championship won by Tiger Woods. What year? 94? 94. And that's really all that has happened on this. This day sucks. Yeah, not a good one. Not great at all, actually. So let's see. Let's go into some birthdays. See if we have any interesting birthdays. Lou Pinella. Ah, old Lou. He is... If I can do math, 76. Ron Guidry, another Yankee. Nice. Was Pinella a Yankee first or a Mariner first? Uh, Yankee. Bear, how old is Ron Guidry? 69. Beautiful. Nice. Good job, Ron, for being 69. I hope he do 69 today, too. He won the Cy Young in 78. Lou Pinella was AL Rookie of the Year in 19. 69. Nice. Man, it's just all coming together. Is it coming together? It's coming to America. Coming to America. Great movie, by the way, too. Yes, it is. All right. Those are pretty much the birthdays that I want to cover today. August 28th sucks. Yeah. Well, those are good birthdays, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying it sucks. So, yeah, that was fun. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Our Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Call him, 419-704-5471. Service of Toledo and surrounding area and not Abarco. Abarco. Iran. Yeah. We'll get more listeners there again. Where'd you run to? <laughs> Thank you to Tim at Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, and Steve at Savage and Associates. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Football!